straight into our top five. At number five, I have Captain America Civil War. And Adam's just in a gesture to me, which looks like he has Captain America Civil War at number five as well. Number five, Civil War indeed. Yes. Yep. Another one we've agreed on. There's not much I can say about this film other than I was absolutely blown away by it. I think it's the film that we've talked about before that everything after it sort of was amazing. Yeah, definitely. It did mark a significant point in the franchise. And I think the whole premise of the film, the Civil War between the Avengers, is great. But one thing that annoys me and why it's not slightly higher is that this it's an Avengers film. I just don't feel like it's a Captain America film. There's too much of the other characters involved for this to be a Captain America film, but I still love it. Whose side are you on? Mate, what kind of questions are Te- Team Team Tony. Team Tony all the way. Team Tony. <laughs> TT. Team Cap, mate. Team Steve. Team Steve. It's Team Rogers all the way. <laughs> nah, mate. That's what I love about this, this film, is that it splits it right down the middle, doesn't it? And yeah. both sides have got a valid argument. And in the end, you care for like both sides. You don't want both sides to be as effective as, as each other. That airport fight is like... Oh. That airport fight alone. My word. So they bring Spider-Man into it as well, don't they? Um, oh, shit, do, yeah. Do you remember, do you remember being... I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember being in um, mm-hmm. in uni and the trailer for this came out while we were doing yeah. an assignment? So we were sitting in the library mm. and the trailer for this came out and I swear to God, we didn't get any work done for like an hour <laughs> or an hour and a half because we just sat there and kept re-watching the trailer for just this. analysing Because I had Spider-Man in it and everything. I was absolutely blown away. Is oh that scene when he lands? It's it's just oh, it's I not mean, just Spider Man as well. It's like Black Panther gets introduced, and there's like all sorts of character development. So like, yeah, Bucky Ant-Man gets well. a bit more backstory. Ant Man comes into like the Avengers fold. Yeah. Um, Hawkeye is actually really really good in this film. Mm. Um, I think it's like probably the best Hawkeye performance bar Endgame maybe. Yeah. I absolutely love this film. I watched this film recently and I knew how good it was, but I f- do, you know when you, do you know when you watch a film and you're like, I know this is a good film, but then you watch it and you're like, you forget how much of a good film it is. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That's, that's no, what happens I know exactly with what this. That's what happens I exactly with this. What like, and I know it's a good film. I remember it being a good film, but it's absolutely amazing rewatching it. Um, Scarlet Witch absolutely fucking destroys vision so that's the thing as well there's, there's loads of like i don't want to say fan service mm. i don't like the term fan service and i think there's like two types of fan service there's fan service that's bad which is just like given like it's it's like offering nostalgia to fans and there's no improvement on the original and stuff like that um and there's like fan service that actually has come directly from the fans, so there's no like um what the fans want basically is what they get yeah. sort of thing. But then there's good fan service and I think there's amazing fan service in this film because I know we wanted we I know I certainly wanted to see how strong their Scarlet Witch was gonna be because in the comics 
she's an absolute powerhouse. Like, she's probably the strongest Avenger. And there's a bit in this where she absolutely fucking nails Vision. <laughs> and she, and it's like, okay, right. <laughs> that's how strong they're going with it. Yeah. It was like, Jesus Christ. Um, so that's in it. There's the whole Steve Rogers and Bucky thing. Like, you know, that mm. gets a lot of like fan thing and a bit too much. Like, yeah. that really develops in this film because obviously mm. Steve is the one who. So they all think Bucky's a terrorist and up to being a Winter Soldier again. And Steve feels like it's his responsibility to bring him in and stuff like that. And it's such a good character, that dynamic. I think for Steve Rogers because he sort of goes from being the new Steve Rogers where he's working with the Avengers and he's got all them friends to going straight back to being the World War Two Steve Rogers where yeah. he cares more about that and he sort of pushes everything that he that has come with his new life to a side just to go and rest, to be with Bucky sort of thing. I am making it sound like they, they all gay for each other, but um, <laughs> Captain America fall broke back mountain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd watch it. There's 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 not much else I could say to this film other than it's absolutely amazing. Um mm. however I do probably agree with your point is that it doesn't feel like a Captain America film, it feels more yeah. of an Avenger film. Mm. And for that point I'd probably rank it a bit lower. If it was a character piece, it could potentially be higher, but at the same time, it probably wouldn't. It's so good because everyone is in it. It's like what everyone wanted in Age of Ultron, we got in Civil War, basically. Yeah, it's basically what Age of Ultron should have been. It's mm. like the second Avengers film. Yeah. It was sort of the Avengers film that we wanted, sort of thing, mm. from Age of Ultron. Like, it sort of replaced Age of Ultron as the Avengers film, if that makes sense. Do you remember the hype around this film? Yeah, I, re- I remember this film. Um, it came out the same year as Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. And I remember... The hype for both films. I remember I was hyped for both films. And I remember everyone being more on board with Batman vs Superman rather than this film. Because mm. they're like, oh, it's like DC, it's going to be it's Batman, it's yeah. going to be a fresh change and stuff. And it absolutely blew Batman vs Superman out the fucking water. Like, yeah, destroyed it. Absolutely yeah. annihilated because A, they had more time working with the characters. There wasn't so much like character set up to do well there was little character set up to do mm. B, I think it handled that sort of scenario much better in that you have two people who are by all means on the same side but they disagree with one thing and it, it all collapses sort of thing Yeah, and also they don't use the same mother sort of thing for them to come back together and be mates oh, yeah. like Batman vs Superman oh your mu- your mum's Martha oh my mum's Martha as well oh nice <laughs> why'd you say that name um, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> like oh we need to, uh, I need to talk about Batman vs Superman at some point I've never been more disappointed in a film in all my life however I will say that whoever decided that the reason that them two would make up is because their mum share the same first name. <laughs> Should never work in Hollywood again because it is absolutely shocking. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> it's his mum's name. <laughs> it's my mum's name too. <laughs> what an absolutely fucking shocking film that is. Right, now back to Marvel. Yeah, back to, <laughs> back to, back to Civil War. Do you remember... Oh. 
you remember they were on the build up to it and everyone was like one of them's gonna die like captain america or iron man is gonna die yeah and everyone was i like, was one of them yeah same. i was I convinced was like, i was like i really fucking hope captain america dies <laughs> you were probably the other way around i thought they'd kill um tony stark off yeah and you remember I didn't, that, that I fight didn't at want... the end and you're like fuck. yeah i thought i thought like, i was about to kill iron man is the bit... actually gonna die yeah 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 because so good there's a there's the bit where he falls back and he bangs his head or something or his neck on like a side of the rock and I was like, hey, he's fucking dead. And then he's not. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> and I was already like, like halfway out my seat in the cinema. He's like, like oh my God. Pushing his shield into his horse and you're like, fuck, he's going to actually fucking Oh, he's kill. like proper slamming it, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. That whole like last fight as well is boss. Yeah, I remember when I went to see it, I got tickets like last minute because I wasn't planning on going that day. And um, I think it was on my actual birthday, but it was like a Monday or something. So I was like, oh, I'll just mm. go. And I had to sit on the front row and I was like, couldn't fucking see anything. But I still had <laughs> like the time of my life. So I had to just see it again straight away. But I was like in all the fight scenes, I was just on the front row, like tr- like looking like fucking left to right, like <laughs> <laughs> trying to get, like, get everything in. Like a cat. Basically, yeah. Civil War. Belter film. S- absolutely. Solid, solid five on the list. Absolute belter. Unreal limbs in that film unreal <laughs> so um we've got four films left each our top four um we've realized we're probably going to disagree here so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the films we've got left and then we're both going to say where we've got them on the list and then based on what we've said to each other we'll come to our joint decision and then we'll have our final list of films in the mcu so uh, i've got iron man in there still I'm not going to tell mm-hmm. you where it is, but I've still got that in there. I've still got Winter Soldier in there. So they're two films that we've both already picked uh, separately. And then there's three films left. So in order of when they came out, it's uh, Thor Ragnarok, Infinity War and Endgame. So I'll start with Iron Man because I haven't spoken about that yet. And I'll tell you okay. why it deserves to be in the top four and not number fucking 11. Take it away. So <clears throat> Iron Man is is Marvel. He is Marvel. Iron Man came he out in 2008 Marvel. and everyone lost their shit. And rightly so. That film is fucking <laughs> insane. You get this character who's a, a lovable, horrible asshole. He's not a nice person, but everyone loves him. And then he gets captured by terrorists. And you're like, fuck, this is not where I thought it was going to go. He makes his own fucking Iron Man suit. Like he makes his own fucking suit. He breaks out from the terrorists. In in sort of retrospect to the whole franchise, that's a pretty normal thing. And he comes out, and then he's like slowly becomes Iron Man. And it's just fucking awesome to like get the start of this franchise. It's it must be now that I'm thinking about it. Maybe I just like Iron Man too much, and I can't put him further down the list. But I think it's a fantastic film. It's it kickstarts this mean, franchise and it set the tone for the franchise, and Robert Downey Jr. is unreal. I mean, I'm looking at your face now on the Zoom, and you have got like the little Tony Stark mustache going on. Oh no, don't! And come come to think of it, you you do base your look a bit on Tony Stark sometimes with your <laughs> with your band tees and stuff. So maybe it is a little loving with Tony. Maybe it's Stark. just he's um, planting himself into my head, yeah. Maybe you just want to be him. Maybe that's it. Who doesn't? Um, true, true. When I said 
where Iron Man was, I did say that it's not a bad film. True. <laughs> I said it's a very good film. True. I just think there's films that have come after it that are built upon it and are better. However, it's still a good film. And it's got every right to be in the top four because it is still a very good film. And you think very passionately about it. I do. One point you said though about like the sort of copycat villain where the villain in certain films is basically a copy of the hero. Um, similar powers mm. and stuff. Well, their powers are like one up basically on, on, on top of the hero. But I think in Iron Man, it, it can get away with that because it's the first film and it wouldn't make sense for a villain to come out of nowhere who is yeah. completely different to Iron Man because he's sort of, especially in the world in which this this franchise plays out, he is the first sort of superhero that people are aware of. So I think that yeah. is, that's okay, I think. Uh, Jeff Bridges is really good in it too. Honestly, get your points. Um especially about the villain and stuff like that. The points I make about the villains and that they just carbon copy the hero is that when they do that, they don't sort of fit into the narrative as well. But I think in Iron Man, in the first film, it does fit into the narrative um, because I think he spends the whole film trying to like sort of be Tony Stark, Jeff Bridges' character, um, or trying to like overtake him and rule like, runner's company sort of thing no i get your points i do as i say it's not it's it's an amazing film the first time on film and we wouldn't be ranking all these other films if it wasn't for that first film um however i do think there are better films than it yeah well a couple maybe (laughs) um so one of the films I have left is yeah. Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. You've already said where it is. Yeah, I put Winter where Soldier. Where was it for you? Number, number seven for me. That's um that's wow. Okay. I know, but listen though, um, when you if when you when you look at it the way I'm about to explain it, we we both agree Avengers deserves to be where it is on the list. I've got it literally. Yeah, yeah, we do. It's it's only just underneath there. It's, I'm not saying it's a lot worse than any film above it. It's just underneath it. Like I said a while ago, the top like 10, 11 on this list, even maybe 12, they're all really, really fantastic films. Yeah, all fantastic films. It's very, there's like, there's like point, there's like decimal points I think, in, the, in the ratings between these films. <laughs> I think Winter Soldier though is just insane. Like, I think it's a cracking film for a start, like, on its own. It's like, a, it's a thriller sort of thing, which they hadn't really done before at Marvel. Um, It's like a cat and mouse sort of thing. The Winter Soldier comes into it, obviously. Bucky Barnes comes back. Um, There's the whole shield and Hydra element, which is, I think, probably the biggest plot twist that they've done in the MCU. Um, I remember my head absolutely going west when that was, <laughs> when that dropped. Um, it's an amazing plot twist, absolutely amazing. Like literally, just flips everything you know about the MCU on its head. One on one, I think it's got the best fight sequences out of them all. Um, and I mean that like not in like CGI ones, do you know, like um, no, no, like so. You know, we can we can fighting. we can say like like battle and stuff like that but actual like 
fighting one-on-one, no CGI and stuff like that. I think Winter Soldier's got the best, especially the the lift fight scene is amazing. Mm. Like, honestly, it's so fucking good. Um, There's that, there's the fight with Winter Soldier and Captain America in the street, and there's, like, the knife in the middle of them, and they're, like, literally just fighting each other while this knife's just going up and down, like, to try and catch this knife. It's absolutely amazing. There's so much I can say about this film. There's the cast, Robert Redford comes into it, and he's, like, the main... It turns out to be the main villain. Uh, Samuel Jackson's back in it for a, for a bit. There's the whole. This is the thing as well. There's the whole um, score. There's the whole sc- Black Widow. Yeah, there's the whole Black Widow and Captain America sort of do the don't they sort of thing. Yeah. And then it goes out the window when Age of Ultron comes around. This isn't actually my opinion. I was watching a interview actually with the Russo brothers uh, a couple of weeks ago and someone asked them about that and they said it's not it was never ever meant to be any sort of like relationship between them it's more of like yeah they work they work together and like they can like the sort of what did they say it's like they're attracted to each other but it's like a work thing I yeah, don't know yeah. how that I don't know how that really works but like basically they know they both could get together but they don't want to, so it's like it's just there. Mm. But I do agree, it's like it's just like it's also just went out the window with yeah. Age Ultron. Yeah. Um, I think that would have been a much something much better to develop than mm. the Hulk one. Um, this it's just it's just amazing. I think the plot to it's amazing. I think the structure of the film is fantastic. The way it flows is brilliant. As I said, the whole plot twist flips the whole MCU on its head. I think it's top two <laughs> Chris Evan performances of Captain America. I think it's uh, probably one of his best performances, Captain America. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, agree with that. There's the whole, like you say, the Winter Soldier. Um, Sam Wilson comes into it. As much as I don't really like um, the Falcon, Falcon, he is a good little like support character for Captain America and he does get some funny lines. Yeah. Um and obviously there's the on your left thing that comes into play in Endgame, yes. which is just yeah. absolutely amazing. Um it's an amazing film, Winter Soldier, honestly, as a thriller and as an MCU film, combining them two genres. Absolutely amazing. Love it a bit. Yeah. I'll agree with you there, it does work. It does work. And that goes back to your point you made at the start of the podcast that you keep um, bringing back in that these Marvel films are playing with different genres and sometimes it doesn't really work, but sometimes it does. And I think you're right in the case of Winter Soldier, that sort of thriller, almost sort of like spy type thriller, I'd say, really mm. works. Like espionage, like a war type espionage thing, you know? Definitely. Like a Cold War espionage type yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can tell that the Russo brothers were influenced by that genre mm. all the way through the film. Um, it's got that 70s sort of thriller, political thriller sort of vibe to it. Um, yeah. I absolutely adore it. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And it's still in one of my, it is in my top four. Next up, if yes. I'm thinking correctly, next up, release-wise, it was mm-hmm. Ragnarok. Yeah, so obviously we've ranked the other two Thor films um, between us, Thor 1 at 19th and Thor 2 at 
21 on the list. They're both shit. Rightly so. That's where they belong. But um, thank God for Taiko Waititi because he literally picked up Thor. As an, as an independent film series, he picked up Thor out of a pool fill, filled with like horse shit and maggots. Yeah. He pulled him out, put him on his back and carried him to safety because yeah. Ragnarok is a f- it's a fucking masterpiece of a film. It is. I'd, I'd agree with you there. I think it is probably the one MCU film I would consider an absolute masterpiece. Mm. Um, it's got all the elements of of what a comic book film should be, but then it's got all the elements of what a sci-fi, what a sci-fi film should be, what an adventure film should be, what an action film should be. It just, it just absolutely amazing film. Taika, absolutely. What I like about this as well, I think it's the one MCU film where the director has had the most influence in the final cut of that film. Definitely. Because of if you watch Taika's other work, it's a Taika witty film. It's not an MCU yeah. film. It, it is an MCU film, but it's also a Taika film as well. And I think that's what makes it so good, is that it's yeah. a director's own film sort of thing, a director's own take, not the not the not the studio's take on the character because we've had the studio's take on the tar- character and it's bottom of our fucking list. Exactly. This one is the director just literally getting the reins to something and literally just going with it in his own direction and it yeah. works. I feel like that's maybe why he was given such creative freedom because <laughs> the Thor films were so fucking dead already. He's come in and been like, I want to do this and they've gone, do you know what? Just, just do it. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh my god! Everything about that film I mentioned before in the the um, Guardians films, like the color palette that they use in them films, it's oh just like god. it's like you're in a fucking eighties nightclub, and it's that, fuck, it's so pleasing to look at. It's so beautiful. That one particularly though, I know he was heavily influenced by um, Jack Kirby. Mm. He was a Marvel. He was the he was, so Stanley creates all the characters. Or created all the characters for Marvel, but Jack Kirby would make all the designs for the characters. So, in essence, what you see, how the characters are presented, is all through Jack Kirby, not Stanley. Okay, awesome. But he had a very unique style to his to his artwork, and it was like absolutely fucking psychedelic and off your fucking rocker. If you're on like some sort of drugs, it would like it was like absolutely like insane some of the artwork he'd produce and it would all be like bright colors all vibrant colors and when you watch Ragnarok it's it just looks like it's ripped from the pages of a Jack Kirby comic and put onto the screen and I think that's such an amazing achievement that it's it's also like a nice little nod as well to what's come before it it was dead and buried this franchise for me and I think you know, we had Age of Ultron was the last time we seen Thor, and mm. that, and it was shit, shocking. And he had only one probably good Thor performance in the first Avengers, yeah. And then this comes along and absolutely fucking smashes it out the park, yeah. um, and literally just elevates him from like there to probably up there with probably Captain America as the most developed character. Yeah. I think as well, like aside from um. Chris Hemsworth 
and his performance. Look at the fucking people in that film. Yeah. Like, the supporting cast is outstanding. Obviously, um, Mark Ruffalo gets quite a lot of screen time as well because we pick up on where... Absolutely amazing. The Hulk, the Hulk where we left off with the Hulk. is insane. Yeah, he's the, really... It's, oh, I, I love that bit, you know, when he jumps out of the, the ship <laughs> and he's like... He plans to like turn into the Hulk in mid-air and he just fucking slams just onto that bridge. Like, belly what, flops the, onto the bridge. How the fuck did he not die? We won't, we won't go into that. But um, I love that. Um, what's her name? Uh, Kate Blanchett is in it. Kate Blanchett is... She's in, insane. Insane. She, I, I've seen a thing that she wanted to be in a Marvel film for years. Oh, really? And um, and they, they, like, they couldn't get a role for it. And then Taika was given was obviously approved for director. Yeah. And one of the promises to Chris Hemsworth was that they'd shoot the film large in Australia. Um so he could be stay close to his family. Yeah. Um and obviously Tiger's from New Zealand. So most of the if you know if you notice Ragnarok, most of the new actors that come into it are all New Zealand or Aussie. So I think oh, um, Carl Urban yeah, yeah. is in it. And he's either one of them um Kate Blanchett I think is an Aussie um, oh, shit, yeah. Sam, Sam Neill's in it from Jurassic Park. Yeah. He plays Odin, Dunny, like the fake Odin. Yeah, that's what he's, I was going to say. He's, you'll, he's you'll from New Zealand and Aussie. Um, different actors auditioned for Thor and Loki like years ago. Yeah, yeah. In the, they are in the film, aren't they? In like the sort of yeah, yeah. parody uh, like yeah. production that they're doing. And uh, I know one of them is Matt Damon, but I can't remember. Matt Damon's Loki and yeah. um, Chris Hemsworth's brother is four yeah it's not liam it's the other, the other one, one i can't remember his name he's in westworld he's in westworld he's one of the actors in westworld um i also seen the other day that matt damon's in one of the deadpool films oh, is he? as a um as like a redneck sort of character and he's like in disguise and stuff i'll send you on twitter i'll put it up on twitter right. um but yeah matt damon getting like every cameo going it's it's just fantastic. Going back to what we were saying, like Kate Blanchett just wanted to be in an MCU film, apparently for ages. That like mm. wanted, and then so all of a sudden, Taika Waititi and a film's getting produced in their country, and <laughs> next thing you know, it she's 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 the main villain. But it goes back to what we were saying before: Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, and Josh Brolin as Thanos, and Kate Blanchett as Hela. Are the three, like top tier Marvel villains for me? Um, yeah. She's absolutely fantastic. I put Tom Hiddleston in there as Loki, but he sort of doesn't. Just too much flipping. He's around, like anti. It? He's like anti villain, isn't he? The the music as well. Oh, mate, the music's insane. Immigrant I song. I know the immigrant song's been overused in the in the like the past uh, decade or two since School of Rock, but if like there's one film that's going to use it and use it good, it's this. Absolutely, when, when his eyes like light bridge. up with the lightning and that comes only goes oh, like oh, full mate. god mode, yeah, mate. Oh my word, the limbs in the cinema when that happened, <laughs> but unreal scenes. It's just incredible, honestly. There's not there's not there's not much I could, else I can say to Ragnarok other than it's absolutely incredible. One more bit I'm gonna throw in, and it's unarguably one of the best things about the film. Oh, how Korg. can we forget? Korg. It introduces us to Korg. Absolute. One of the best characters I I've ever seen. I absolutely in adore Cork. He is probably my favourite character in the MCU. You got the whole. He's got like, like the, the whole planet practicing a New Zealand accent. <laughs> He's so funny. 
and that's that's the thing with him coming into direct. Obviously, he plays him as well. Um, oh my god! That that level of humor that he keeps consistent. I've I've seen people criticize it and say it's too much. No way. It's, it's not the absolute, absolutely perfect not. level of humor. And He's just generally a funny person. Um, yeah, yeah. I see an interview where he based he apparently based Korg off um, New Zealand bouncers or something. And yeah, that, yeah, like they were these yeah. big, massive, brawly men with like really high pitched voices <laughs> and just like really, really lovable, like soulful guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were like really, really tough bouncers. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Um, what what a character! Or he gets all the best lines as well. Like, um, yeah, Meek's dead <laughs> at the end. <laughs> I stepped on him and um, piss off ghost. Piss off ghost is yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, but. It's just Korg. I absolutely oh, there's there's not there's nothing else I can say to this film now, other than it's probably absolutely amazing. Like yeah, there's not there's nothing there's, there, there's nothing yeah there's nothing wrong that I can say. There's nothing bad about for Ragnarok. It's yeah. absolutely incredible. Oh yuck! Still someone's hair and blood all over this. Guys, can you clean up the weapons once you finish your fight? Disgusting slobs. Oh, so. Want to use a big wooden fork? No. Yeah, not really useful unless you're fighting off three vampires that were huddled together. Well, I really wish I had my hammer. Hammer? Quite unique. It was made from this, this special metal from the heart of the dying star. And when I spun it really, really fast, it gave me the ability to fly. You rode a hammer? No, I, I didn't ride the hammer. The hammer rode you on your back? No, no, no. I, I used to spin it really fast and it, it, would, it would pull me off the... Oh, my... God, the hammer pulled you off? The ground. It would pull me off the ground, up into the air, and I would fly. Every time I threw it, it would always come back to me. Sounds like you had a pretty special and intimate relationship with this hammer, and that losing it was almost comparable to losing a loved one. It's a nice way of putting it. Okay, so Infinity War. This is the one. Infinity War. This is the one where I think this is the, the, the first MCU film where I've gone into it absolutely no idea yeah what to expect um obviously Thanos comes into it the big bad who it's been building up to every film's been building up to him arriving um Thanos is for those who like didn't know before the MCU Thanos is like the ultimate big bad he's like unbeatable sort of thing he's he's basically death mm. honestly the coolest fucking villain yeah, um, Josh Brolin. So fucking hype for it, and Josh Brolin absolutely, absolutely nails, nails him. him. <laughs> um, the th- one thing about Thanos as well is um, not like all these other film films where the villain appears in the film and then they disappear at the end of the film. He's it's the end of the first Avengers film, isn't it? He's introduced. Yeah. So he appears in two thousand and twelve. Two thousand twelve, and then Guardians one. Yeah, and then Avengers two. And then we don't see him again. Yeah, so the audience has been aware of this character since 2012, and then he doesn't properly come into it until six years later. So it's a fully well-developed, well, not a well-developed character, but you you know what his intentions are. There's little little character development. Yeah. There was little character development, though, going into Infinity War for Thanos, um, other than the Guardians bits. That that's what I like about Infinity War is that it still manages to be an Avengers film, but it also sort of serves as a origin story to Thanos, which yeah, it's I think it's a, it's is a Thanos, absolutely it's fantastic. A Thanos film. Yeah, yeah, it is hundred percent. 
it's the one Marvel film where it's not it's not the hero's film, it's the villain's film. Yeah, yeah. The villain the villain wins. He's such a he's such an interesting villain in the fact that like you're not really against him. Like you can sort of see where he's coming from. He does some does really horrible like individual things, but like no, you're you're not like fuck. I want him to die. You're like, do you know what? He's actually fucking like yeah, f- fair enough. <laughs> yeah, um, he's fucking sadistic though. And and like you said as well, it's it's not a normal film because he wins, the good guys lose, and half of yeah. them half of them fucking die. Like, and you think and you going into this that Thanos would win, but I didn't yeah. think they pull the trigger like that. You think it would be like more of a cliffhanger in the sense that like I, I had a, a feeling that when he snapped the film was going to end and then yeah. he'd have to wait that would have been really shitty but the fact that he does the fact it that and he actually wins half the cast literally fucking vanish and die it and then the film slowly comes to an end you're like nah yeah this can't like this isn't how the script goes this isn't how films work and I, I think absolutely blown away coming out the cinema yeah, it's it's still like I find it difficult to comprehend how good that film is, even now, even though I've seen it about a hundred times. But it's like everything we've talked about so far, like these characters coming together, um, and especially at this point, how well developed they all are. And we talked about like mm. the fight scenes in um, Civil War and stuff. But then it's like, nah, that's like nothing. That's nothing. We're gonna just bring every fucking person in the universe who can fight and drop them in. Wakanda yeah. and have them have a fucking massive scrap. Oh my god! There's the whole. It's the thing as well. There's we we mentioned before the whole Thanos. Um, it's a Thanos film, and he gets loads of character development. There's so much space as well for character development for other characters as well. So yeah, um, Captain America gets quite a lot, doesn't he? Mm. Um, obviously he doesn't have a country anymore, or he's like no mad sort of thing because he's gone rogue. Um. He's one of the main characters. I think the one that stands out the most again is Thor. Off think? the back of Ragnarok, I'd say it's, I'd say it's like a trilogy almost. It's like a free, a free story arc from Ragnarok to Infinity War to Endgame for Thor. It's like, it's the three films he should have got sort of thing, disregarding mm. the, the first two, um. And it's what's like sort of propelled them up to like the top developed characters in the MCU. Um, he's absolutely amazing in this film. The bit where he comes down to Wakanda with his fucking brand new oh, axe. No. Oh my god! And just fucking starts absolutely lighting people up, fucking bad man. And like rockets, rocket comes down with him. Done in is like yeah. There's so many nice little bits. So there's like the bit where Rocket and Winter Soldier are fighting. And he recognises the metal arm and he goes, <laughs> I'm yeah. having that or something. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, there's the bit where <laughs> Groot, <laughs> Steve Rogers, and he goes, I am Groot. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I am yeah. Steve Rogers. <laughs> um, yeah, I think because we know these characters so well, the interaction between them all just comes so naturally. And yeah. sort of like they can make anything work between them. And I love it. Absolutely fantastic. There's the, I like the Tony Stark and Doctor Strange playing off each other. It's, it's, Doctor Strange, another one as well, I think, really comes to the fore in this film, Infinity mm. War. Um, and Peter Parker, again, 
gets a lot of good screen time. Not so much for the Guardians. I noticed the Guardians mm. sort of take a back seat. Yeah. I don't know whether that's because they've sort of been dealing with Thanos and stuff, and you sort of know their stance with him. They're sort of like filler characters in a way. Um, but what an incredible film, honestly. It's the one film that I've gone into not knowing and worrying what was going to happen. Mm. And then leaving it and being like, what the hell is going to happen next? Like, still yeah. absolutely confused, um, but in a good way. Yeah, it's like that year-long wait between Infinity War and Endgame was so long. Like, all people did. Like, it seemed everywhere you went, it was just theories, and people were just talking about how the franchise is going to end. Like, it literally took over the world. And this sort of, like, whole culture in the cinema of people going to watch these films, that... That is not normal for people to go to the cinema and just collectively no. scream. Like, people no. fucking love this stuff, and I can't believe how massive um, it was and how massive it's going to continue to be. Like, it's unbelievable. I went to midnight for both Infinity War and Endgame, and I've never been in, especially for Infinity War, I've never been in a screening like it where everyone was going absolutely berserk in what they were yeah. seeing. Like, yeah. I mentioned but the bit before where Thor comes down to Wakanda, like the whole cinema just started screaming and going, ah, oh, yeah, like absolutely going berserk. Um, I came out of it and told some people like in work and that, and they were like, oh, that would annoy me and stuff like that. No. I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It like it hooked me into it more. It made, it made me feel yeah, more yeah. engaged and stuff like it's that. It's a complete, it's a um, complete part of it. Like this, this yeah, yeah. franchise stretching over so many years. It's not like you're just going to see a film that you've been looking forward to see. Like, especially yeah. for people our age, this is going to sound dead dramatic, and people are going to be like, "Oh, whatever." But like, it literally takes over your life. These like years yeah. in your life, what you know is these six characters plus more, like these like core group of characters kicking the shit out of people, and like coming up to this massive battle. Like that's what you've known since we were like fourteen years old. And then for it to come come to the climax that it came to across Infinity War and Endgame. Mate. It's amazing. Absolutely. Infinity War. Amazing film. Endgame. Oof. Yeah, let me just uh get over get over it. I'm still not over I'm still not over it. <laughs> I'm not, mate. I've only watched it once since I went to see it in the cinema. I can't fucking do it. Endgame. Yeah, it's too, it's fucking far too much emotionally. I can't. I love it. I love it a bit, but I cannot. I cannot fucking stand. You've only seen Endgame once. Twice? No, I've seen it twice. All right. Okay. I, saw, I saw it in the cinema, but then I waited ages before I watched it again. I think I went three times in the cinema when it was on release. How? How? Oh, good. Um, You're like a little Captain America thing, aren't you? So what? I, we're on the different sides here, aren't we? Are you saying that I didn't cry when Tony Stark? No, I'm not saying. No, no, I'm not saying. Absolutely anything. I'm just bawled saying, my eyes out. How I'm dare just saying. Well, you, you clearly a, a much, uh, a no, much no, absolutely. stronger man than I am. If you could watch it three when, times in the cinema, <laughs> I couldn't. Right, I couldn't do it. I haven't. To be honest, I've watched it three times in the cinema. And I haven't. I've seen it once since it come out. Yeah. Home release. Um, it's one of them where I don't really want to watch it too much. Yeah, it's, um, you don't want to overdo it, do you? I don't want to ruin it exactly. If it's one of them type yeah. of films. Um, but I'll tell you what, though. One, I one think it's everything watched, that we all wanted, isn't it? 
Oh yeah, and more. And like it's fans. It's like I say more. before. It's fan service, but it's good fan service. It's fan service that suits the plot. It's not fan service that makes you confused or anything like that. It, yeah, yeah. It suits the plot. Yeah, yeah. Of the film. Exactly. Exactly. What we were saying before is one scene I have watched hundreds of times mm-hmm. and will will continue to watch and it'll never get old is the portal scene. Like, oh. mate. I think oh. we honestly we could talk about this for about three hours this scene. I know. I was in work and unfortunately one of the lads in work was on his way in and that scene had somehow leaked onto the internet. And he clicked on it thinking it was a trailer and it wasn't, it was that. Oh my um God. and he was he was a good egg, he didn't tell anyone about it. Um <laughs> what a saint. But I remember sit he he used to sit next to me and I remember like we were just chatting and I, I said to him, like, Oh, the one thing I want is just a massive scene where it's got all the characters in a massive line and like the cameras like panning around them and yeah like the avengers theme is like on full blast and like thanos is like <laughs> looking up like and they're all about to fight him and stuff i just want that like that would be the absolute that's all I'd, if i have that scene i'd be dead happy and he like just looked at me odd <laughs> and he went have you seen it and i went whoa and he went have you seen what i seen so he told me and i was like he, he didn't tell me what he'd seen he told me yeah. like he clicked on something and stuff and i was like no and he was like, oh, right, okay. <laughs> and he, like, left it at that. And then as soon as I come out that film, I, I text him and I was like, thank you for not telling me. Yeah, he could have so easily that told abso- you. That, that absolutely, like, it It was the one thing I wanted and it, they absolutely, like, hit it right out of the park, the didn't best, they? It was the best scene. One of the best scenes so in the entire franchise. The, the portal's open, the music hits. Mm. Sam Wilson does his On Your Left. Yeah. Everyone come. Everyone who dies came comes back, like one um, by one as well. It's not like they all just appear. It's like everyone gets like yeah. their moment. There's that good thing where um, Doctor Strange is like, "Is that everyone?" And then Wong's like, "You're expecting more." And then next yeah, yeah. Ant Man becomes Giant Man. Yeah, he's yeah. holding the Hulk oh. and stuff. Oh mate! And then the music the whole, hits, like, and you get um, Thanos. It's it's everything about that scene. It's like the look on Thanos's face where he's like, yeah. "Oh shit." It's that, it's that like a, um, an initial standoff between Captain America and Thanos, and like Captain America's fucking destroyed, but like he he still stands yeah. up and he's like, "I'm going to finish there. it." And Thanos sort of like smirks to himself, like, "You're fucked, mate." And then that, and the oh, next minute, oh, he's fucked. I'm going to have to watch and it then, after this, you know. I'm going to have to watch it. And then the fight, and then we get into the fight, and there's just fan service and moments after moments after moments, just carnage. Isn't there's it? just so many bits that I absolutely love in that fight. Um, there's the bit where Peter Parker and Tony like hug and embrace mm. after he comes back like he just hugs him and holds him which yeah. is just like like one that, of those that, moments that, um, that gets you done in the field there's there's that bit there's the bit where um, Peter Parker's got the gauntlet and he's like going he's... through character to character yeah and then um, Captain Marvel comes, doesn't yeah. she? Eventually, that's a that's a fucking sick bit as well. Captain Marvel yeah. just fucking comes out and takes out the ship, and then drops down, and he's like absolutely petrified, and he goes, "Hi, I'm <laughs> yeah. Peter Parker," and she's like dead nice to him and goes, "Hi, Peter Parker, I think you got something that belongs to me." Yeah, and like he hands it over, and then next minute, like all the females of the Avengers that's, come together. That, that shot's so sick. I love that. That was sick. 
Um, just so many moments. There's Korg's in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with his gun. Korg's in there. There's the bit where, I don't know if you notice it, there's the bit where um, it's like the best team up of my favourite two characters. There's this big, massive, like, monster thing. And it's, like, got caught. It's got the back of Korg. Yeah. The next minute, Drax comes running up and starts, like, stabbing him <laughs> in the back. And then, because he does that, the monster, like, lets go of Korg. And Korg just, like, absolutely, like, hammers him. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I just want like a, I just want a team up film of Drax and Korg. Um, <laughs> how amazing would that be? But there's just so many moments in that last fight scene. You you actually forget that there's like two hours of another film oh, I before know, yeah. that battle scene. Exactly, it's that good. Obviously, when Captain America wields um, Thor's hammer. Oh my god! It's the bit. It's the bit where he. It's the bit where he like throws the hammer and it bounces off the shield and he just starts like yeah. doing yeah. both of them and like Thanos is going around like a ragdoll. Um, yeah. There's the bit actually. Oh my god! This bit. So I was saying before, we we wanted to see how powerful Scarlet. I wanted to see how powerful Scarlet Witch would be in Civil War, mm. oh, and shit, they yeah. reveal it to be an absolute fucking powerhouse. And there's the bit where she comes face to face with Thanos and nearly just fucking ends him <laughs> in yeah, one like... bit. And he's, he's it's just like over in one thing. And she's like absolutely fuming, like the all the things in her eyes and stuff like that, yeah. which is a hint, I think. I think it's gonna be a hint to um Doctor Strange too, because I think she's in Doctor Strange too and she goes a bit oh, insane. Awesome. Which is okay. her char- in in the comics, it's her character. She like loses control of her powers and Start yeah. making alternative re- realities and stuff like that, and it's absolutely Fuck. it's amazing. Her, her character's insane, um, but it's just that bit where she just grabs him, <laughs> and he's like just literally about to get fucking turned into like a coin, <laughs> and that shit. He just gets his ship down and starts fucking firing at everything, doesn't he? Absolutely amazing, honestly. We could probably the, the Pepper Potts as well. Pepper Potts getting there like oh yeah. suit, um. I mean, there's, there's like, so much in that scene. It's what you like. We've literally spoken about one scene. It's what you said before. We could speak about this film for hours, but obviously we can't. We um, can't. Well, we can. No one will listen though. Um, <laughs> yeah. So oh, there's just one more thing I want to talk about in Endgame, and that's uh, the uh, the loss of our hero, Tony the Stark. Loss of Tony. That fucking um, cr- crippled me. Listen, like, we all knew something was going to happen along the yeah, lines, and it, it was, it was, an, it, was an, it was inevitable, wasn't it? But it's the way they did it. Um, it was emotional. It was. It was I, I'd, I'd be lying if there wasn't a dry how a dry eye in the house. Yeah. Do you know how we said that before? Like the reactions of people where they like scream and cheer and and all that. I remember when that happened. It was, it was so just silence, quiet, and I let out yeah. this really like pathetic noise. And I was like, <laughs> like when I knew it was happening, and then like Sophie looked at me, and I was just like curled up in in the seat in the cinema, like fucking tears streaming down my face, like trying not to make these horrendous noises. Uh, but then it Mate. didn't end. It carried on. Like it just got I know. more and more emotional, and I was like, I know. "Fuck this! I am not watching this film again." And that's why it took me so long to watch it. It was like a shotgun to the face, one barrel, (laughs) and then another shotgun while you're down (laughs) to the face just to make sure that all the feels are properly hurt. (laughs) Um, Oh, mate, there's so many... There's like the the little things as well in that funeral bit where um, it... 
Hogan, Happy Hogan's with um, the daughter, mm. and she's like, "I want cheeseburgers," and he's he's oh, like, "I'll get you all the cheeseburgers you want." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, there's all little stuff like that. I'll tell you what, mate. If you're into all that, you'll love the new Spider-Man film. There's a nice little homage to Iron Man in that. Um, you you might you might cry a bit. I'll watch it after um, I watch Endgame. I'll just amazing, finish myself amazing. off. Um, yeah, we have literally only talked about one part of that film, but yeah, I feel like the rest of the film is it's good, it's strong. It gets a bit murky for me, little bits. Mm. Um, I mean, considering it's what was it like three hours and two minutes or something like that? Yeah, it's huge. It doesn't. I don't think it gets lost. It doesn't get lost. That's very yeah, very yeah. well paced. Every character gets well, apart from the ones that aren't finished. Do you with. think it's well paced? I think it's very well paced. I think. I think there's a little bit where it gets a bit weighed down. Do you think? Mm. I think. I, I'm not saying that it's poorly paced. I think it is. It's yeah, yeah. it's fine, but I think Infinity Ward's much better paced. Yeah. Yeah. Than yeah. Endgame. I think so. Yeah. 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 But I think in Endgame. Um, Every every character gets what these sort of like you you find out everything you need to know about each character yeah. they get they get dealt with mm. in a point where like that could well be the last film and they could never make a Marvel film ever again and you'd be happy with the end. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um yeah. But yeah, it, there's there's too much in that film. It's too fucking emotional. Like the whole the fact that Hulk wants to bring back Black Widow and he can't. Oh man. Um, Captain America gets his ending. Iron Man fucking gets yeeted. Thor I like goes, the goes um, off with Guardians. Yeah, I like the um, the thing that Captain America gets the ending Tony wanted, and mm. Tony gets the ending Captain America mm. wanted. If that makes sense, so yeah, like, yeah. Captain America gets to live his life sort of thing, and Tony sacrifices and it also plays back to Avengers 1 where they have that argument where he's like you wouldn't make the sacrifice when it's called on and Tony does make the ultimate sacrifice Yeah. Um, and then Iron Man back to him says everything good about you came out of a battle but it mm. turns out that he it didn't. Absolutely incredible honestly. I'm going to have to go well. I'm going to have to put a marathon on after, after this watch them all should we rank I mean, them? Yeah let's rank them so what have you got at number four? <laughs> After all that, I've got Endgame <laughs> at number four. <laughs> okay. Um, I have Ragnarok at number four. Okay. Hmm. What have you got? Three? <laughs> we already know this. Well, you don't know where it is, but this is what you had at number 11. I've got Iron Man at number three. <laughs> You've got Iron Man at number three? I have, yeah. Okay. I have. Okay. What have you got at number three? Infinity War. You're fucking mad. Really? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'm not going to say anything. That's fine. We'll finish off. Because we've still got to decide between us. Um, Number two. Winter Soldier. I've got Endgame. Number two. Number one. Number one. That leaves me with Infinity War at number one. That leaves me with Ragnarok. (laughs) Right. <laughs> I'm not that that reaction by the way isn't to put on Ragnarok at number one. This top four is like 
well, the let's just say the top three we had between us, excluding Iron Man and Winter Soldier. I will say we came into this and we were both confident that our top five was exactly the same. Yeah. And, and it's, it's really not. But <laughs> um, my reaction wasn't to Ragnarok being your number one. It's to okay. how the fuck we're going to decide this now between us. Right. So let me Because it's, it's really messed up. <laughs> so we've decided Iron Man is where? Eighth. You wouldn't let me go any higher than eighth. So Iron Man is eighth. Mm-hmm. Right. Has Winter Soldier been ranked? No, it hasn't. I put it seventh, you put it second. So I'm happy to drop it one more if you want to put Civil War into the top four. <laughs> I see. Okay, yeah, I'm up for that. So we put yeah. Civil we put Winter Soldier fifth. Yeah. And Civil War fourth. I'm all yeah. for that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, even so though Winter three. Soldier's the sec- even though Winter Soldier's the second best Marvel film ever made, but that's fine. Yeah. Well I think Endgame is, so <laughs> Right, we got Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame. Right, and so I, I think I think we've got them in reverse order, pretty much. Yeah, we have. We, have we both got Infinity? You've got Infinity War top, haven't you? Yeah. You've got I've it. Got th- it th- you've got it third. I've got a third, but moving Winter Soldier down, it's now second so, for me. Okay, right. I've got Ragnarok fourth, and you've got it first. <laughs> One of us is going to have to make a sacrifice here. I mean, I did do a poll on Twitter the other day mm. asking if Ragnarok's the best Marvel film. Yeah. And um, everyone put yes. I mean, there was two options. One was yes and the other one was yes. But... Oh, well, there you go. It was, con- <laughs> it was, it was as conclusive, of, conclusive as you're going to get. Well, it depends <laughs> if it was a yes or a yes. I am happy. I am happy to put Ragnarok seconds of Infinity War goes top and then being third. I just think, like... We love Ragnarok, we do, but I think Infinity War has to be top. I think it's gotta be. Mate. I'm happy. I'm happy for Infinity War to be top if Ragnarok and then if Ragnarok second. is second, and, and then Endgame, Endgame third. third. Let's yeah. do it. Begrudgingly let Ragnarok slip one, even though it didn't deserve to be. Mate, Infinity War though, come on. No, Ragnarok, mate. Honestly, <laughs> well, Ragnarok. Well, actually, no, Jake. There's Infinity War is now number one. There's there's plenty. <laughs> I will say this, there's plenty of things that I can nitpick out of Infinity War and Endgame and mm. that I haven't mentioned. Okay. There is absolutely nothing I can't nitpick out of Ragnarok. <laughs> that's a that's a fair point actually. But let's 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 base it on Oh no, actually let's not. Okay. <laughs> We've made a list. We've made a list. Right. Let's go. I've got it written down here. So Right. Let's go. This is our definitive so, MCU ranking yep. list. Which has taken us about six hours to do. From so, 22. <laughs> 22. The Incredible Hulk. 21. <laughs> 21. Thor, The Dark World. Shite. <laughs> Number 20. Iron Man 2. Fucking abysmal. Number 19. Thor. <laughs> Number Marvel. 18. <laughs> Age of Ultron. Massive turd. Number 17, Iron Man 3. Shite. Number, number 16, Ant-Man. Number 15, okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 14, Captain Marvel. Number 13, Guardians 2. Number 12, 
Captain America First Avenger, number 11, Doctor Strange, number 10, Spider-Man Homecoming, number 9, Guardians Volume 1, number 8, Iron Man, joke, <laughs> number 7, Black Panther, number 6, The First Avengers, number 5, Captain America Winter Soldier, Jake Tucker. Disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> number 4, Civil War, which we give a, a last minute bump. Number three, Endgame. Number two, Thor Ragnarok. And our <laughs> ultimate, <not>. our <laughs> ultimate MCU film, uh, Avengers Infinity War. There we go. And we're done. Nine hours yeah. later. I'm sweating here. <laughs> I'm actually roasting. Right. Going to watch Endgame tonight and cry. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch a Marvel film tonight. Thank you very much, Adam. Cheers, Jake. Thanks for listening. It's been a pleasure. Else? Um, so, Infinity War's top. Aye. Um, yeah, even though Ragnarok's the best. Whatever. Right, thanks for listening, everyone. See you next week. Stay safe. In time, you will know what it's like to lose. To feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it, run from it, destiny still arrives. Evacuate the city, engage all defenses, and get this man a shield. isn't something one considers when balancing the universe. But this <laughs> does put a smile on my face.